We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Jody Cameron, John Ritchie. About a week and a half before the Super Bowl, 94 uh, WIP. Also, uh, the day that Tom Brady retired. It's not every day that a GOAT retires. Brady did today. So we'll ask you this, the Twitter poll question of the day. And this is not, in my opinion, this is not an easy question to answer. But we'll see how the results come in at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Um, Who had the best career in their sport? Who had the best career in their sport? Three choices. Brady, Gretzky, Jordan. We thought about putting a baseball person on this, but there's not normally as much universal agreement on who the best baseball player ever is. A lot of people think Willie Mays. Some people think uh, Babe Ruth. Some people think Barry Bonds. It's not as clear-cut in baseball as the other three sports. Brady, Gretzky, Jordan, who had the best career? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Speaking of questions, AMA coming up at 1130 today. You ask, we answer. So get those questions in on Facebook, Twitter, and the text line, and, uh, and Seltzer will fire off the best of the best to us coming up at 1130. Reminder, Joe Banner, who hired Andy Reid, will join us in an hour at noon. Uh, Rodney McLeod in studio with us at 1220. Ron Jaworski, 1245, a lot going on here today, including our next guest. He's been covering the Eagles and the entire NFL for a long time now and uh, does awesome work. You can uh, always follow Shil Kapati at Shil Kapati on Twitter. Shil, what's going on, buddy? I mean, I know this isn't why you had me on, but come on, that is an easy question. That's Jordan, easily, icon, goat. I mean, Brady, when Mahomes' career is done, there's going to be a real argument about who was the greatest quarterback of all time. There might be. Jordan better win that poll. Listen, dude, you know I'm really, really, really pro-Jordan, but Tom Brady won seven rings. He played till he was 45. He got to how many conference title? I mean, first off, he got to 10 championship rounds. Jordan got to six. I mean, he got to the conference title round. I mean, I could look it up at probably 13 or 14 times. All right. Listen, again, that's not why people have me on. All right, the I'm just, know. I'm, the uh, listeners know <laughs> I don't need to go on a whole diatribe. We'll, we'll revisit this in like right. a March conversation. Let's, you, let's talk Eagles. You guys, Sheila, let's get to it. Um, Sheila, what impressed you the most about the Eagles' victory over San Francisco? 
Uh, it was really a grind offensively. No one would watch that and say, man, they really, you know, they, this was one of their finer performances. What impressed me was the chess match in the run game. And I, I was at the game. I covered the game. Talked to Jordan Mailata was telling me about this right after the game. See, this is one of those games where a possession ends. We're all going to the sideline, looking at the tablet, talking to Jeff Stoutland. What were they doing? What do we need to do? And so both teams were taking their wins. And so the Eagles had some very nice change-ups where specifically they ran these weak side zone runs uh, out of three-by-one formation. So they had three receivers to one side, one to the other side. They ran away from the three receivers because that's where the 49ers had their safety lined up. And then the 49ers come back with a counter, start hitting them with some run blitzes, and then the Eagles come back with a counter. So this was not an easy game. This was a grind. This was a game where you had to adjust in-game, and I thought they did enough there uh, where they obviously run for the four touchdowns, and on two of those, the the back doesn't even get touched. Is that why Jalen's performances have felt quieter in the postseason compared to his regular season, that it's just a, a higher level of defensive play that he's facing well i i think there are a few things and, and you're right Chad. this was not a this was not a good jalen hurts game now that doesn't mean he played uh terrible or was a disaster i think if you're looking at the positive he's still such a factor in the run game we talked about those 49ers linebackers last week if you watch the film mm-hmm. the eagles put those guys in a blender on some of these i mean the rpos the threat of jalen hurts running you're seeing Fred Warner, who's the best linebacker in the NFL, literally freezing, standing there like a second and a half after the snap because he doesn't know where the ball is going. So that was a factor with Hurts. And also the 49ers pass rush was slowed down because they wanted to keep Hurts in the pocket. This is something we've talked about uh, earlier this season, the threat of him, him scrambling. Now, to get to your question, Part of it, yes, is that the 49ers defense is very good. Uh, Hurts in this game I thought was a little jittery in the pocket where there wasn't pressure. He's leaving a little bit early uh, and maybe not making those big plays that we're accustomed to. He didn't feel comfortable. And then the other thing is the deep passing game. I mean, this has been such a weapon for the Eagles all season long, but we know there's going to be some variance to that. And he wasn't sharp with his passes downfield in this game you know A.J. Brown wins on a double move he overthrows him Devontae Smith has a little bit of separation and he underthrows him and then there's another third down with A.J. Brown where Hurts sails the ball way out of bounds and doesn't even give him a chance so I was looking at the numbers guys since Hurts returned from that injury he's three for ten on throws 20 yards or more downfield which is not great especially when we consider what a weapon that was for the Eagles earlier this season and you chalk that up to nerves more than anything I don't know I, I don't have an answer for it I chalk it up to like there's some variance with some you know with, with kind of throwing the ball downfield and maybe maybe I don't know if it's shoulder related I don't know if it's just hey he had a bat you know he wasn't on completely in this game you know I, I would I'm not telling you I have no confidence that like in the Super Bowl, he's not going to have it. I mean, I could see him lighten it up in the Super Bowl, but it's something that you have to keep an eye on just because it's been at the core of everything they do. How well did Lane Johnson play? Uh, he played well. I mean, what a what a performance from this guy with that injury since he's come back. Now, again, it wasn't all just Lane Johnson versus Nick Bosa one-on-one, and he's completely uh, shutting him down. There, there was an aspect to this where the 49ers were worried about hurt scrambling and rush the passer accordingly. But uh, Johnson has been really good since he's come back. And really the offensive line in this game, again, they took some L's. 
There's no doubt about it. The 49ers are a great defense, but Jordan Mailata and Jason Kelsey specifically in the run game, I mean, they are killing people. Like these are, you know, the offensive line aficionados, the Brian Baldingers of the world. These are the types of reps that they look at and are just kind of salivating and watching over and over and over again. And I'll tell you what, Jason Kelsey, I was a young reporter when he first came into the league, and so it's been fun to kind of watch him on film all these years. I don't know that he's ever played better. And this is a guy in his mid-30s who is just absolutely destroying guys like Nick Bosa, like Javon Kinlaw, like Dexter Lawrence the week before. It is just remarkable the level uh, he's playing at right now. What does it mean to you that Kenny G and Miles Sanders have exactly the same number of touches this postseason? I think it makes sense to me because, I mean, Kenny Gainwell is quite clearly this year's Corey Clements. Don't you guys feel that way? I mean, he, he, what yeah. That's what James said two days ago. Yep. Yeah, his level of play in the playoffs. I mean, he had a play in this game. I think it was a third down. Hurts checks it down to him in the flat, and he catches the ball. You know, he's not even close to the first down marker. He makes a linebacker miss, runs through a tackle, and it's a 17-yard gain. I mean, you know, we've talked about Gainwell previously. I've never come on here and been like, wow, Kenny Gainwell's an unbelievable player who they need to get the ball to more. The guy has stepped up his game late in the season and in the playoffs, and I have no issues at all with that split. I, I think Gainwell is playing really well right now, and, and Sanders has played well too, so that split yeah. makes, sense, makes sense to me. Shiel Kapadia with us, and of course next week we'll do a deep dive on the Super Bowl, but Shiel, one of the big storylines is Andy Reid, and I want to ask you a hypothetical. I'm just curious, where you because you were covering the Eagles, you know, what would have happened if Jeffrey Lurie had not fired Andy Reid? Like, in that alternate universe, what happens? Uh, I, I don't think anything great happens. You know, I, you think, I think he would not he would not have gotten it back on track. I don't think so. You know, we have revisionist history with some of this stuff. Think about that point in time. Andy Reid was out of answers at that point in time. You had the Juan Castillo thing. I mean, the biggest thing yeah. for a coach is can they assemble a great staff? It's specifically an offensive coach. Who are you handing the keys to on defense? And he handed the keys to Juan Castillo. That, to me, was kind of the last straw. Now, would he have innovated uh, offensively like they did? You know, at that time, they didn't have a great answer at quarterback uh, at that time. So I'm not telling you they wouldn't have made the playoffs and they wouldn't have won four games every season. But I remember that 2012 season was a disaster. That was the worst season of Andy Reid's career. You have the Jim Washburn stuff going on. And so, listen, sometimes uh, it's just time. I I think it was time then. It might have even been a year past time. And, you know, you look at the stretch since then. What, we're 2013 to 2022. You've had a 10-year stretch with three different coaches and you've gotten to the Super Bowl two times, and you got to the Super Bowl one time in 14 years with Andy Reid. So I have to take anything away from Reid. He's a yep. great coach. He's a Hall of Famer. I just don't have revisionist history there. I, I think it was time for him to go, and I'm not confident that if he stayed, you know, you, you'd be talking about the same success since then. How much has Andy Reid changed since he left Philadelphia? You know, I think he, he's always been innovative offensively and looking to do new stuff, and you've even seen that Chiefs offense take on different forms. So, um, you know, he's changed kind of some stuff he's done schematically, offensively, depending on his personnel. But I think he was pretty good at that in Philadelphia. I don't know that he's changed a ton, to be honest. I think his strengths are still his strengths. Like, if you're talking to me about this coaching matchup, I'll tell you what, I'll take Andy Reid from now until Sunday. And then on Sunday, I'll take Nick Sirianni. Because the game (laughs) management stuff, 
Reed's not, Reed hasn't gotten better at that. There's this thought that he's gotten better at that. You know what's happened there is Patrick Mahomes mm. will take the game into his own hands. He'll wave off the coaches. He'll know when to call timeout. He'll know when to go no huddle. He'll know how to manage the clock. Like, it's an underrated aspect of Mahomes' game, but there will still be a few instances every year where you look at it and go, what was Andy thinking in this situation? And that has been such a strength of Nick Sirianni this season. I mean, that fourth-and-one QB sneak they go for at their own 34, uh, you know, that was a big play in the game. It was a tie game 7-7. That extends the drive. And so I think the Eagles actually have an edge there on Sunday for those three and a half hours uh, with their coaching staff. Sheila, we'll do the full dive with you next week on the game. But just as we sit here today, what's your what's your gut feeling on this matchup? My gut feeling is leaning Eagles. And, I, you know, Mahomes is a guy – listen, there's a scenario where Mahomes just carves you up and you say, all right, it was a great season. You lost to one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But, Joe, I went through the rosters, and it is hard to find a lot of edges – for the Chiefs. You can give them tight end, Kelsey over Goddard. It's, it's close there, but you probably go Kelsey. You can give them safety. You can maybe give them uh, left guard, and you give them quarterback. Every other spot, wide receiver, corner, offensive line as a whole. By the way, you give them Chris Jones, too. I forgot the big one. But defensive line as a whole, you're going Eagles in all those spots. And so this is like a classic battle of how much can one quarterback lift his team to victory where the other team is the more talented group. And, and last thing I'll say is this: you look at Eagles' formula, you're looking at that Super Bowl two years ago where the Bucks just pressured Mahomes over and over and over again to the point where the Chiefs totally rebuilt their offensive line. Like there's a scenario where the Eagles' pass rush is just too much for the Chiefs and they can't get into all those great plays that Andy Reid has teamed up over two weeks and your defense keeps you in the game, and I really like the matchup for the Eagles' offense against that Chiefs defense. From the ringer, as always, our pal, Shield Kapati. Shield, thanks, man. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, bud. All right, guys. Looking forward, forward to it. Talk to you next week. There it is, Shield. All right, to the phones we go. Let's go to Luke right now in Ridley. What's up, Luke? What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, buddy. So I had a quick question, and I got one question at the end for John. So I grew up cheering on the Patriots and the Eagles. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> Big question I have, is that a violation? My dad is from Boston, so I grew up cheering on Drew Bledsoe, Curtis Martin, Ben Coates, Bill Parcells, but my dad would take me to the vet. So now I've always been a, a, you know, Eagles yeah. and a Patriots fan, and nobody in their right mind at the barber shop that I go to when I say it, my friends, my church, my family – they all think I'm nuts, except for my dad. Well, and I'm raising so my kids up to I, I kind of feel way. I kind of feel for you because it was bestowed upon you from your father, which happens to people. I also have a nephew who is primarily a Boston fan, but he'll root a little bit for the Philly because he lives up there. He'll root a little bit for the Philly teams from time to time because my sister's an Eagles fan and Philly sports fan. So I get how it can get complicated. I mean. What, do you, what am I, what, what, John? What am I to do here? Am I supposed to absolve this guy, or am I supposed to just say, you know, your dad's the heck from with this Boston? Guy. You've got an AFC team and an <laughs> NFC team. I, I think it's important that your, you know, that family connection and and tie is that's real. You know, that's that that is who you are. I think it's it's fine. You can and that's, you can and do that's that. what I'm saying is that I'm not doing it to get the hate. You know, I'm just. I grew up cheering them on, and I did go to that Super Bowl in 2004, I believe, and I was in high school then. Yep. I went to that Super Bowl down in Jacksonville, 
And my friend, he paid for the ticket for me because he thought I was a diehard Eagles fan, but I was feeling it both ways. So after the walk. I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. Luke, give me a great answer for a – or what's your question for John? All right, right, John, quick question. And my dad's listening, and I said, I'm calling the radio, and I sat on here, and I waited. So, John, here's the thing. My dad and I were going back and forth, and that's a Vontae Smith catch. When he went up, came down, and then he told everyone to huddle to the line real fast, right? Mm -hmm. He was telling me that he felt like that that was sneaky on Devontae Smith, that that was a little bit like a character trait issue because he knew that he didn't catch it. And I said, yo, that's what you're supposed to do, right? And it's he's incredibly like, smart. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a smart you. play. You, you want players who are that, you know, uh, that they have that much awareness that they can, they can do that. And they can out, basically out-coach Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, no question. Correct. All right, Luke, give me a great TV show character the last uh, 13 years. Michael Scott. Michael Scott, you got it. James, that when what when so, was that? Let me check. A little bit of both. Yeah, I think a little bit of both. A little before, a little after 2010. Yeah, let's look here. Uh, so it started in 05, was nine seasons. Okay, well, it's, yeah, it's pretty much almost exactly yeah. both. All right, let's go to uh, Shamrock. Shamrock, right now. What's up, Shamrock? Oh, Hi, Shamrock. How are you, buddy? All right, I think it's an important show you got going on today because anytime Joe has to eat crow, you know. Well, it's so rare, and you're right. It's so uh, big when it happens, not the crow, but the moment, because it's so unusual that I've been wrong about something. But I admit, there's been two or three times in my life that I've been wrong. Well, I mean, as a Hurts defender from the beginning, let me just say welcome to Wisdom, buddy. (laughs) Oh, man. You set me up for that one. This is only the second time I've called, but the first time I called, I remember thinking because you made me so upset with your take. Uh-oh. You're comparing Hurts to Bobby Hoyne and Kevin Cobb. And dude, that, that is beyond a bad take. That is insulting. I didn't remember that. I don't remember that either, but I, I, I can it. it was after the uh, I think if not as a player, I think you were saying, like, we all thought Bobby Hoyne we did. was. Yeah, exactly. It was like one of those type of games. Because we did get um, caught up in Bobby Hoyne 97. Heck, we even got caught up in Ty Detmer 96. Ty Detmer. His first four games with the Eagles, he was 4-0, and the fourth game he threw, uh, well, I, th- I think it was three or four touchdown passes down in Dallas to win, plus he had four touchdowns versus Miami. Ty Detmer looked like he was unbelievable. So we had been fooled before, and if I had to guess, it was probably two years ago, and I was probably saying, you know, let's see a little bit more with this Hurts guy before we anoint him is, well, is yeah, probably what it was. He definitely had to develop. He was a young quarterback. Hell, he, he's younger than Stetson Bennett, who just won the championship this year. I mean, he's... he's yeah, wow. he's got a cleaner track body. record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. So it's, it's not going to hurt his draft stock, by the way. It's just, it's anyway, just, it's just a moment. It's, is he a draft guy? I mean, he's like a 25-year-old I he was, college quarterback. I could be wrong. I thought I, he was a back end like of the a, draft. Maybe he might be like a seventh rounder yeah. or something. He's not like a – I don't think at least a legit guy. I, I think it's an important point, though, that you bring up. Let's highlight the fact that Joe was comparing <laughs> Jalen Hurts to Bobby Hoying and Kevin Cobb. I, uh, that is an me. important recollection on your part. Shamrock, I was at that game. Bobby Hoying versus Boomer Esiason. When he slayed Boomer, and I left that stadium that day with about 75,000 people. Bobby. Bobby. John, we thought we had quarterback for the next 15 years. I liked Bobby. You know, I sat with Bobby on the plane for five years. Well. Going to and from the away games. Did you ever tell him he stunk? And I don't mean like no, his body I didn't odor. Think, like he I didn't stunk. think he stunk. No, he I stunk. Mean, he wasn't as good as the starter. Uh, you was, think? You know, All right, Shamrock, as a backup. Shamrock, give me a great answer, man. TV show character. 
since 2010. He was one of the the greatest side characters on one of the greatest shows, and then he got his own spinoff and completely killed it. Saul Goodman. Yeah, yeah. that is a notable answer. No question about it. All right, let's go to uh, Adam right now in Ardmore. Hi, Adam. Hammer, Richie Seltzer, how are you today? Super, Adam. Well, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, the stocks went up for Kleenex ever since the uh, Niners and Dallas Cowboys fans keep on crying after our win on Sunday. Dude, they're so. brutal. Even one of the players, I got it somewhere in my phone, one of the 49ers yeah, players the, and yeah. anonymously did this whole, like, we were wrong thing. I mean, what a— Well, he said that after Purdy went out, the refs wanted the Eagles to win or something like what that. What a joke. What yeah, it is a joke. joke. I mean, they even they even tried to modify the scores, saying that it was actually twenty four to seven the score because the Devontae Smith catch wasn't a you know wasn't a catch. But besides that point, uh, you know, congratulations on Tom Brady retiring for the second time. Let's see what happens. Like you said earlier, it it is a great feeling knowing that the Eagles did beat Tom Brady. You know, we are the last team to beat Tom, you know, we're one of the last teams to beat Tom Brady, you know, in the Super Bowl. So yeah. I'm very happy, you know, that we don't have to see him ever again. Yeah. You know, congratulations to him. He went 2-1 and one against the Eagles in the playoffs, by the way. He, he did. Because he but, got the Eagles you know, last, I mean, he did last year. But we're, but we're still in his head with Nick Foles and him <laughs> still not shaking his hand. That's so, right. you know, you know, screw that. But I, I saw another stat today that was pretty interesting, and I said it to Seltzer that, both the Eagles and Chiefs are 16 and three this season, and both scoring the same amount of 546 points. Wow, um, which is kind of astonishing. And yeah. you know, I think this game's going to be pretty. You know, I I want the birds to win. Obviously, it's going to be great. It, you know, Andy Reid's finally going to see the Eagles win a Super Bowl in person after we beat them, but. I guess it's like almost in a small sense a revenge game for Sirianni after being fired by Reed, you know, when he was with uh, the Chiefs. Sirianni is, you know, we didn't think that he was going to be that coach after the initial press conference, but he's won Philly's heart. And it's absolutely amazing what he's done. This team is firing on all cylinders from the defensive side of the ball to the offensive side of the ball. And it, I mean, I think they're more well-complete and well-rounded than the 2017 team. I agree. I think they're better, Adam. I think this squad's better. Adam, give me a great answer. TV character right, since well, 2010. Well, a haymaker was taken earlier by Richie saying um, Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say that he was also the hand of the queen, and I'm going to say Daenerys Targaryen. Listen, Daenerys is a big one, man. There's no question about it. I mean, she's probably top three or four on that show, and she could win here today. We'll we'll see where it goes. By the way, John, what was her whole moniker? Can you name the whole sort no, of Seltzer? Close. No, I know Breaker of Chains, <laughs> Mother of Dragons, Khaleesi, <laughs> ton of other stuff. Not since Apollo Creed stepped in the ring in what was it, Rocky Four, yeah. whichever one it was, when he had the really long intro. That might have been when he got killed by Drago. I forget. Yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four, the master of disaster. Wasn't he the master of disaster? Apollo Creed, the master <sighs> of disaster. Sure. I think was one of his things. Hey, uh, coming up, uh, we got AMA plus Devin joins us at noon today. Joe Banner, who hired Andy Reid, so a lot ahead uh, on ninety four WIP. The birds are in the big game. The birds and Kansas City. 
and our former head coach. Get in on all the action for the big game in Arizona with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the only sportsbook I recommend. Bet live during the big game. New users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app right now. This is the time. Don't miss out. The Birds and KC. We're one-and-a-half-point favorites. We all know how huge this is. Get in on the action for the big game in Arizona with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the only sportsbook I recommend. And new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Bet live during the big game on the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.